Welcome into Corso and Catone, the real deal New England field presented by the Pats Nation, the only Patriots post-game show worth watching. Chris Corso alongside Mark Catone and our producer-director Joe Gonari and you. Joe has us up on uh, YouTube, so make sure you subscribe. Give us that thumbs up. You can catch us on uh, Podbean or anywhere that you podcast. And uh, gentlemen, we are now on the iHeartRadio app. So make sure you get on that app, application. Is that what they, the technical term for it is? That make would... sure you get on that app, type in that C&C and uh, scroll down and make sure you get on that and uh, take a look at us. You can uh, check us out on Twitter at Corso underscore Catone, at Corso underscore Catone, and, of course, our heated hotline, 855-313-PATS. Make sure you call 24-7, leave a message, Joe's going to sift through them, pick the one he likes the best. And again, Mark, he, he just is so unfair that he never allows us to hear it ahead no. of time. No. But listen, that one he chooses could be yours. So 855-313-7287, heated hotline. Hey, listen, uh, you know, I'm, I, I can't say we have a packed show because that's every week. I think that's redundant at this point. Don't you think, Mark? Absolutely. It's always so, packed. So we have, we do have a packed show. And, and in addition to the heated hotline, we're going to get into the Red Sox run is our new feature now that they are in the playoffs and doing well. And of course, you never want to miss Catone's comments. So make sure you're sticking around for that. Patriots preview. Cowboys come to town tomorrow. So 425 Eastern. So we want to make sure we preview that entire game. So yeah, again, packed show. Mark, what do you say we get to heated hotline? Let's do it. Joe, let's have it. But the Red Sox, do the money ball metrics say they can make the run? Can the Red Sox make the run this year? Wow. Uh, okay. Wow. Joe, that's it. Huh? I, I, you know what? They come in, they come in like that. <laughs> Every now and again, something comes in like that that just cracks me up, and I'm just like, oh, I got to try it. Okay. I, I can, Joe, I can see why you uh, you chose that one. Oh, uh, we're here, you know? <laughs> short and sweet, and uh, I guess to the point, I, I don't even want to guess what that human being was uh, doing right before they uh, – made that call mark right hey please <laughs> Joe, was there was there a name no that, no we... that's the thing some people just leave names some people don't and it's it, but that one i just started dying laughing he was a, yeah he was a little he was a little excited very excited so we'll just call we'll just call you a caller out there so mark listen uh can the red sox make the run about 18 times he said it <laughs> can they yeah, can they? Yes. Will they? <laughs> I, well, it, it, I don't know, Chris. They, they, Evaldi's got to win tonight, right? I, I just don't know about the starting pitching. I know that you can piece together the bullpen, and you got to realize the Tampa Bay series was five games. This is seven. So you don't got to win three. You got to win four. 
So you're going to have to figure out your pitching a little bit differently. I mean, Sale lost again last night. Um, you know, and, 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 and Sale's going to redefine himself, Chris. And, and maybe that's a conversation for another show where he's going to have to turn himself more into what CC Sabathia, Pedro Martinez, Andy Pettit were later in their careers. He ain't going to be able to just focus. He ain't going to be able to trust that fastball. He's going to have to develop into a different type of pitcher, but that's for another show. Um, they or we could. can get into Chris, that on the Red Sox run too. Yeah, they're hitting. Right. They're hitting. You know, they're hitting. They're getting timely hitting. They're getting. They're, they're piecing things together. I'm mean, Kiki Hernandez got two home runs last night. I mean, you know, so can they? Absolutely, could they? They, they, they could go to the World Series, but I just think it's going to be Houston. I, I think you know they, but they're both cheaters. Let's let's say that, right? But 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 I think I I, I, it, I just have a gut feeling. I mean, you saw it last night. I just think it's going to be Houston. Um, but, can, I mean, they're there. Hey, they're there. Anything can happen. you got to get there to have a shot. they got a shot, Chris, right? Unlike the Yankees. Well, yeah, I mean, the Yankees, you know, obviously have no shot at this point. But, yeah, uh, yeah listen, um, like I said, and it, I've been saying this all along. I mean, I said it at the beginning where, you know, I said, they, sure, they can make a run. You asked me that in, like, I don't know, June, May, June. Yeah, they can make a run. I mean, the way they were playing, uh, you know, back then, and then and then came on late. So, can they make a run? Yeah, of course. Last night, you know, and and, and you know that last night they're up. You know, they're up later in the game, and you know the bullpen Ben comes in and blows it. I, I you know I want I know we're going to get to some of this on the Red Sox run. Um, and so, why don't we just do that, Mark? You know, this call this caller blends in with what we want to do, and so our new feature. Um, Joe's putting it together, but a new feature is going to be the Red Sox run. We want to, you know, we want to go, go through what the Red Sox are doing right now for you, you know, New England Red Sox fans. We are the real deal New England feel. And so we want to give you our analysis as to what they think, what we think they can do and if they can make a run. And that kind of coincides with the caller. So no, no better, no, no better segue into that mock than what we're doing here. So listen, can they make a run? Can they can they do this? Yeah, they absolutely can. Um, the problem is, like you say, what are they going to get from the bullpen, Mark? I mean, I was all I was all you know Tanner Hawk. I was high up on that guy to say, hey, you know what, start him over over Sale, and he kind of he blew it last night. You know, he, he didn't pitch well. You know, and so I don't know. I don't think they're going to go anywhere with Sale, but they got to win this game tonight. Is Amore Mock? Is this a must-win tonight for them? Yes, Avaldi has to win tonight. Yeah, because Avaldi's going to have to win at least two games. If they're going to win seven, Chris, they're going to win four out of seven. Avaldi's going to win two, and then you piece together two. So yes, th- tonight's a must-win for the Red Sox because I believe you have to. Or even if Avaldi don't get the win, he's going to put you in position to win late in the game. He's going to give you five, six innings, and then you go to that bullpen again, but yeah, it's a must win. Cause of, like I say, Chris, I think for the Red Sox to win of all these two games, he pitches, they have to win. And then they try to piece together the other two. I don't I, know. I, and, it, and it's going to have to be up to the bullpen. Be, look, it's, I, look, I know you said it's, it's, a, it's a conversation for another day, but God damn it, Mark, this is what I've been saying about sale. Like he had two and two and what he, what he pitched two and a third inning, something yeah. like that. And he had like 40 pitches at that point, you know, he won out in the second inning and he's already thrown 40 plus pitches, which is, you know, a lot of guys on a lot of, you know, a lot of issues. And now you got to go to your pen. So 
Yeah, Evaldi's going to have to have. Well, is he going to let Evaldi pitch tonight? It means he's going to let him go through that order or what? A few I don't times. think he has a choice, Chris, based on what we saw last night from that bullpen, unless he rolls the dice again with the bullpen and maybe he catches magic. But, you know, I, I think that bullpen. He used a he, lot of pitchers, Mark, but you have he, a theory he, on that. He threw a lot of pitches, Chris, but they all threw under 20 pitches. So all it really was was, was you know, you throw in between, set, in between like, like bullpen Appearances, you're throwing on off days anyway, so it was almost like okay, you went you went and threw 15, 20 pitches to loot, get your arm, keep your arm in shape in between coming out of the bullpen. That's all last night was. It, it really didn't take anything out of those guys. You know, he, he, they, who threw, somebody threw seventeen pitches, somebody threw nineteen. He just kept matching them out. So I, I don't think that makes a difference as, as far as you could. He could bring five of them back tonight. It, it, it appears just, based on the number of pitches. But I mean, listen, I think they pitched a little over their heads in that Tampa series. Because if you remember down the stretch, the bullpen struggled, Chris, right? They had yeah. just enough to get in, but they struggled the last two or three Well, weeks. they were hitting the snot off the ball, too. Yeah, they struggled that bullpen. Especially in Boston. They didn't struggle against Tampa, but who knows? I mean, you know, they could go back to struggling. So so I think he's got to give Evaldi at least, hopefully he gets, he's got to try to see if he can squeeze five innings out of him, I'm thinking. And then the bullpen to. comes in six through nine. I, I I understand it's a bullpen session, basically. But, you know, I mean, it, it, it is different. It you is, know, it is different is. coming but in the game. he uses that analytics many, craziness, Chris. And that's well, how many pitches did he throw in the, in, the, in the pen before coming in, too? I mean, not a ton. But, I mean, yeah. you know, they're getting themselves ready. It's all that kind of, you know, yeah. actions they do before coming in the game. Um, versus a bullpen session. But, yeah, Mark, it's the – this is – see, this is the thing. I – you know, and I have an idea, Okay. So when you and I take over managing the Yankees, um, I just want to be the bench coach. You can, you can, you know, you can be the manager. Just let me like be there on the bench. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, to, right. to me, why, listen, why would you ever worry about any more starting pitching? Why, why is that even the, the new innovation? Like if Belichick were a coach in baseball, I feel like he would come out with, we're just going to fill this team with relief pitches. We're not going to have starting pitching anymore. Not going to happen. I don't want Sale. I don't want this guy. I don't want Evolve. I don't want any of these guys. What I want are guys that can pitch from the stretch and just get out on the field, and I'm going to go two innings apiece. Well, if you remember, Chris, it That's was it. Tampa Bay who started that trend a few years back. They started – they had um, – because they, they had a bunch of injuries. They were short starting pitchers, and they had um, – the bullpen game, and that's what they called it, the bullpen game. And they would trot out what you're saying, Chris, is exactly what Tampa Bay did for about a quarter of the season. They trotted out a guy every inning, inning and a half, two innings tops. Right. And, and that's how they would get through the fifth game, the fifth day. Yeah, until piss they guys get back like Snell off, you know. Right? You piss some of those starters off too. but You did, but, yeah. but, but they did that for an entire season almost. Um, and then – that became the trend, right? Now that's a new trend. It's a copycat league, right? It's always a cop. No matter what, it's a copycat league, and then that became the trend. And then all these analytic guys, which is the you know the new thing in baseball, they said, oh well, you know what? Maybe this isn't a bad idea. And everybody now everybody's kind of doing that, right? Whenever you got an injury, rather than pulling up a young guy from the from from the minor leagues, you just, just do a well. We'll do bullpen games for a couple of games until the guy gets off DL, 
you know. So why the hell? So why the hell? So why would you do? Why would you even worry about putting a starter on this team? Why would you put a Max Scherzer or any of these guys? Be you know, like just, just. Well, I think Chris, the National League is a little different, though, Chris. The National League does use their starters differently than the American League, where they, like, in other words, a Scherzer. Why? Uh, those well, guys, even the baseball. guys the other night, Webb from San Fran in that deciding game five, they squeezed an extra inning out of him. They squeezed like the seventh inning out of him and he got through it. They didn't, they don't go to the bullpen as, as readily necessarily as the American League does for some reason. So why though? I mean, it's baseball, right? What, what do you attribute that to? I mean, baseball's baseball. I get it. You hit well, her, they the hit the DH Chris, versus the not. National League, Chris, is a totally different game. If you watch it, it's it's basically – so you, their rosters, the, the National League rosters are like one through seven, right? And, and eight is is whatever he is, and, and he's usually a guy that's bunting, pinch hitting, and then, then you got the pitcher – Right, yeah. so it's a totally different game because you really, you know, you don't. I mean, look at the guy for the um Tampa Bay the other the other night. Uh, Kermeyer, the center fielder, was the ninth batter. Chris, he had like three home runs in that series against the Red yeah. Sox. They, that ain't happening in the National League. He, you know no. what I mean? The last two games of they that move series, runners better though, huh? They move runners. Oh, they, they do they, they move advance runners, runners better. better. Yeah. Absolutely, they do. Yeah, running game. I don't I know, like, Mark. I just, you know, I like it, National League baseball, Chris, better. Watching yeah. a National League baseball game, I believe, and, and you know me, Chris, I'm one of those crazy purists, anyways, but, but I'd Real rather baseball. watch, yes, baseball. I'd rather watch a National League game than an American League game, even though I'm a Yankee fan. The quality Nowadays, of the yeah. game, I'd rather watch a National League game than an American League game. So, so look, my theory. I'm telling you, it would work. It would work in the National League because now well, you, you know get what, these Chris, relief Maybe the Red Sox do that. The, Next time put sales a, up. Yeah, maybe put them in the cage. Too. Put them in the cage. Let them hit. Let them be hitters. Hey, at some point, Mark, along these guys' career, they were pitchers were real good hitters. Oh, yeah. Of course they were. You know, and then it just it dies because they stop. Listen, in, in high school, Chris Kershaw was one of the best hitters on his team. Right. And right. then, you know, you don't talk college, about pitchers and hitters. You guys got to be careful. POs. That's it. Wait a minute. Got to be saying? careful talking about pitchers and hitters so close to the Red Sox. You know, the last time somebody was a pitcher, then became a hitter, they didn't win for 60 years. So, you know. <laughs> 100, yeah. like 80. 100, yeah, 80. <laughs> like, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, listen, like I said, I mean, I, I don't see starting pitching going away, but Mark, no. someday, someday. You spread the money out across the pitching staff, and now you can now you can, the big the big paid players are the hitters. Yeah. But as far as the Red Sox go, yep. You know, again, I, they can do it. But Hamak, how about the hitting? Uh, listen, Hunter Renfro, what is he hurt? I mean, what's the story with? No, him? he's slumping. Renfro's been slumping. The guy that's been carrying him has been Devers and Kiki Hernandez, and yeah. and 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 you know those guys have been carrying them and and dog uh, you know, Schwarber's got some hits here and there, but even, you know, even, I mean, well, I shouldn't say Bogarts hit that big home run in the Yankee series, but Bogarts has been kind of spotty, right? It's been yeah. really Kiki Hernandez, Devers, um, you know, the catcher, Va Va Vasquez, right? The, the, those guys have actually been getting some key hits at key times, and, and they've been carrying them through some of these playoff games. Verdugo has been hot and cold, but, yeah, Renfro kind of disappeared offensively. I mean, he's playing defense, but he disappeared, Chris. You're right. So Santana. Renfro. Yeah. You know, listen, like, 
Because well, I know, have... I know you want to go lefty righty. I get it, but if he's right, yeah, Renfro, you got to be in the line. The Red Sox, right? Chris, have a bunch of of role players who he puts in certain situations. They're coming through, and they they're doing what they're supposed to do to win games. Like even that game last night, Chris, they lost five four. But that was a game Cora figured if we can steal the game five four us. Yeah, that, that's, well, how, he that, that's how he played. That's how he played that it. game. Yeah. Look, you go into a series like, listen, Red Sox fans, don't worry. Don't sweat it. They have they have Houston exactly where they want them. They, they absolutely have, do. They have Houston exactly where they had Tampa. In fact, I'll argue to you that they started off that series like shit against Tampa. Yeah. And then they peeled off, what, three in a row? Yeah. So, you know, here here you scored. Would you, would they lose by one? They lost five four last night. Yeah, five four. Now they had the one big inning, you know. So it's got to be some more consistency, you know, through nine. But like, you know, this is what happened last and, year. And, and all and, you're trying to do is get a split, right? And yeah, that's all you're doing. And last night, Chris, the Red Sox let the two guys beat them. That everybody knows. You you can't let those guys beat you. You're gonna pitch around them. Do whatever you're gonna do. Correa, Correa and Altuve. Yeah, those are the guys that can't. They can. You cannot let Correa and Altuve beat you, and they let them beat them. Those are the two guys you can't let beat you. Right. In that whole yeah, lineup. I think again, Evaldi yeah. is the key. And listen, Evaldi was the key to the last series, Mark. Yeah, he came he in on that last Sunday, and we said he's got to beat Tampa. He's got to win this game for them to have a, a shot to win the series against Tampa. And he went out and he did it. Which and to same me thing, today, it's the same thing tonight. Yeah, I think today it's it's going to be the same same thing. I think that what are they starting? 20, 30 minutes? Yeah, like twenty um, minutes, thirty minutes. Yeah. So I think it's going to be the same thing with Evaldi. And if they get this thing one one, now they, I hate the three in a row at home though. Yeah, I don't know why they do that in the American League. I could see World Series maybe because you're you're traveling maybe to like the Dodgers or the Giants. Or, but yeah, because I, I, I mean, winning I three in a row is hard to do. That's hard to do. I don't know. I, I don't like the format, but. I guess it cuts down on the travel, Chris. They said, and, and it's less wear and tear on the players uh, this way. So they, that's they've been doing that for a few years now. To uh, me, to me, you got to win this game tonight. You got to take. You got to win the series at home. It's like another. It's like having a, a mid mid year series. If it's th- three games, you got to win two out of the three at home. Now you have a. Now you're. you're well, now three, you got to go. Now you come back to Houston and you got to win one out of two. You got to win one, and then yeah. you know I like the odds doing that. And By the way, then, the Red Sox Evaldi play, can, Chris. The, the way they're scrappy, they can probably steal a game. Now, here's the question I have for you, and then we'll we, you know we'll, we'll move on. But if when would Valdi be due to pitch again in this series after tonight, after today? Well, because they because they're going three, they're going two I, day Chris, off, think, three listen, day off. I think I think it depends where they're situated. If they got a shot to win the series in Game Six, if they're up three two. I think he throws game six. Well, no. I'm sorry. Wrong. That's not what I meant. If they're down 3-2, he's going to throw game six. If they're up 3-2, Chris, I think they just let him sit and rest until game seven. If they need him in seven, he'll be he'll be 100% ready to roll, well-rested. If they're up, if they're down 3-2, he's going to have to come back in game six. So well, because they it, play, I think it's going to yeah. depend on the, what the series lead is. Because what what they're doing is they're skipping every other day. So they're yeah. playing today's game two, right? They're going to skip tomorrow, and then they play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, that's what? Games three, four, and five. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I mean, he would be ready um, on Friday to pitch game six. He would. So, you Matt, you're right. It probably depends on where they are in that series at that point. If they need the win, they're down. You know, if they're down three to two at that point, you got to yeah. pitch them in game six. Yep. I mean, that's it. I don't want to see Sale again. No. I don't want to no. see him again. He's not right. That's it. He's done. Just shut him down. Put all the relievers in. So, do they have a shot? Anonymous caller, yes, they do have a shot. Red Sox fans, fear not. They got them right where they want them. Valdi's going to win this game today and off and running. They're going to go right into the World Series, Mark, and Mark is going to jump out. You know, Hey, Mark, let me ask you a question before we move on, before I get to pre- who presented this. What happened? Your wife leave you or something? She just take everything? Did you sell? Did you sell all the crap from home goods? Is that why you're in a big space of nothingness? It's an empty canvas, Chris. Looks like he's going to the store again. I'm in the process of place. He bitched bitched so hard about the home goods stuff that she took it all away. He's got a nice empty canvas right there to go shopping for. Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit of a mess over here. (laughs) But I'm good. Yeah, listen. At least I'm not going to look at the home goods stuff. (laughs) That's it. You said you were going to put price tags on it, sell it, and it looks like Clearly, it looks like you, you you did that. So, so listen, Heated Hotline and the Red Sox Run presented by JAG Media Productions. Everything you see here presented by JAG Media and Special Sauce Podcast, Startup Finance and Drive Yourself to Success, specialsaucepodcast.com. And uh, listen, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. Stick around. Catone's Comments is next. Okay, so you're lucky I could, I could talk about home goods, but I'm not going Mark, to. Mark, uh, Joe, he's taking his glasses Took off. Took his glasses no, off. I need my glasses. I need my glasses. Oh, my oh, God. This was going to be a good one. I'm going to give him so, the, the solo. Listen, so yesterday, well, the other day, I'm driving again, oh, and guess what? I'm at a red light. I'm at a red light. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Light turns green. Car in front of me doesn't move. Light is green. Nothing. Nothing. Boop. Light's red again. What? What is people? The guy, he's on his phone. He's texting. He's lighting cigarettes. He's texting. He's doing all this crazy stuff. You get to the next intersection. 
Now there's this cars coming in four directions. They're all doing the same thing. Who's on their phone? Who's doing? Listen, hands free. Anybody here? Hands goddamn free. Right? Like, I don't understand it. These goddamn people. You want to talk. You want to be an asshole. Excuse my language. You want to be an asshole and not and, and, and not follow the rules of the road. <laughs> you sit there at a goddamn red light texting. You get your finger up your nose. You're scratching your ass. I don't know what you're doing. Drive the car. The light turns green. It's very simple. You drive the car. People are beeping. Now they want to get out of their car and fight you because somebody beeped because you're sitting at a goddamn intersection because the guy's trying to smoke a cigarette. He's burning his pants. The goddamn, the, the lighter fell in between his legs. He's on his phone. He, listen, follow the rules of the road. Hands free. Put your goddamn phone on something. Go use your car phone. Do something. Stand like, if they don't light cigarettes in the car, do something. You can't wait until you stop. Stop the damn car, get out of the car, and go smoke whatever you want to smoke. I don't care what you're smoking. You don't do it in the car. You're gonna, somebody's going to get killed. And then, like I said, they want to, well, all of a sudden, a big guy wants to get out and fight you because you beat because you've been sitting three, two, through two and three sessions of a red light because the guy's not moving. And the other thing, nobody's moving because everybody's, I don't know what they do. That's why I, they, I've talked about driving in the car before maybe i need to take public transportation and just put headphones in and put the blinders on my eyes and take a nap before to take me somewhere i don't know it's it, it's appalling it's i don't understand what these people do it's not that difficult to follow the rules of the road maybe it's me i know i'm i listen i know i'm not normal i know that for a fact but at least i follow the rules of the goddamn road I'm disgusted, Chris. I, I can't leave the house. Joe, so much to unwrap there. So much <laughs> to unwrap. There's nothing to unwrap. You follow the rules of the road. What What is there to unwrap? Nothing. We're going to have to change it from Catone's comments to Catone's public service yeah. announcements. <laughs> or or Catone's driving CSA. School. Catone's service announcements. Yeah. Catone's driving school. You know, yeah, that ain't for, a bad idea. Because if you can, if you can, I'll tell you what, if you can survive. You know what my logo is going to be? Cotone Driving School with two middle fingers this, up in the air. That'll like be my logo. That, that'll be my That's logo. That's going to be you. Because if you, if you're a student driver, I don't know, listen, I'm going to be teaching my son today. And hey, listen, to I drive no, 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 no. I, I, I couldn't, my son, I taught how to drive. My daughter. Oh, God. No, 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 no. I took her once. I said to my wife, it's all, it's all yours, honey. I, I cannot teach my daughter how to drive. I can't do it. Listen, Joe, if you can survive, if you're, if you're 15 years old, you get your permit, you got to get in the car with Mark. Because if you can survive the screaming and the yelling and the craziness and the spitting all over you, my, like, my you know, son what are you doing? My, no, my son did it. <laughs> if you could survive that, you know, put them right in the tank. They can go. You know what I mean? Yeah, Mark, listen, I mean, I've said it all. <laughs> I've said it so many. I, I'm remembering a story, though, okay? Many years ago, I'm remembering a story of somebody stopped at a red light at, say, 2 to 3 o'clock in the morning on a Friday night, and the light changed over I don't remember that story. Till, till there was a knock on the, there was a knock, ding, 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 on the window. 
Uh, excuse me, uh, everything okay here? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I just dropped something and was looking. I, I'm, I'm trying to remember who who that was that, that had to do that. I don't know. I, it's just a, something that popped in my head when you talk about the person sitting through light me, cycles. He's, he's got to be. <laughs> from when he was, he was you know. He, oh, he, I know. No, I'm remembering him right. No. I'm remembering him right. <laughs> you know, it's just that's what happens with age. Well, Mark, I, Joe, I told you before. His license should be revoked. revoked. He should not have a license, okay? Because I understand. I shouldn't have a license. The guy's sitting there smoking. He's burning his He's, he's, he's got angry. holes in his pants, his car seats. He's texting. Yeah. I shouldn't have a license. You know, you know what? You should take this. There's a show called Caught in Providence. Yeah. You guys know that show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's with our friend, Frank, the judge. And... Uh, Mark, you should take over. You should be the bailiff. In. You should be the guy that stands next to him hey, in the courtroom. Could you, you, imagine you know what? What's your sentence? Mark's going to scream at you for 10 minutes. Mark will scream at you for 10 minutes, and that's it. No fine. Pick, pick what you want. <laughs> fine. You know. Yeah, Mark, though, listen, I do agree with you. The texting in the car is, is rough. It is. It's, it's rough, it's, isn't it's it? It's tough. It is. I, I dealt with that this morning, driving. Somebody's over there doing this, and the car's doing this all over the road, and they take that serious over here, you know. Yeah, they see over here, serious. Chris. They, right, Joe, Joe, over here. They don't they don't do they nah, don't care yeah. what you're doing over here. It's extra it's paperwork. Pretty, it's a pretty heavy fine, I have to tell you. It, it, it's a pretty heavy fine. You don't want to get caught doing that, at least in Arizona. But over there, I don't know about it. and then there's people that want to fight you too, huh? For beeping the beeping the horn at them. Yeah, well, they, they would please. That's why Chris, that's why you're making so much money over there. It costs so long, you gotta get them out of all those fines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If I were, would I be doing, I don't know, would I be, I love this though. I'd rather do this than anything else. Of course, talk to you people in New England, the real deal New England feel. So coincidentally, 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 Catone's comments was, was brought to us by Corso Law Group, Arizona's <laughs> leading, leading criminal and traffic law firm uh, in Arizona. And that wasn't even on purpose either. <laughs> no, it Chris, wasn't. That wasn't even on purpose. CorsoLawGroup.com, allow us to be your voice. When we return, we're going to be breaking down that Patriots-Cowboys game as they travel to New England tomorrow, 425 Eastern kickoff. Have all your analysis and breakdown right after this. It's that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20 plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Back in more Corso and Catone. New England Patriots, Mark, Dallas Cowboys. Hey, listen, when the Cowboys come to town, it's 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 always an exciting event, is it not, Mark? I mean, you know, it's the Dallas Cowboys, you know. 
We can't it's almost this like the Giants, right? It's almost like the Cowboys are like the Giants over here. Like there are a lot of Cowboy fans. Like there'll be there'll be a lot of there'll be idiots there with their Michael Irvin and Troy Aikman jerseys on tomorrow, right? Yeah. But, but there's a lot of Cowboy fans in this part of the country as well as like Giant fans. So it'll it, it'll be interesting tomorrow at the stadium. You, Nothing listen. will be like those two, those those Tom Brady half Tampa half. Oh Lillard my God! Are you, I'm surprised you haven't you didn't tell the people in the post game what I almost did, walking you know walking out of that stadium with those half jerseys, you know. But um, yeah, listen, it is always a big deal. But you know the debate: who's America's team? Who's America's team? Is it Dallas or is it the red white? Look at the logos at the Joe. That's what looks really nice too. Look at the helmets at the bottom of the screen, Mark. Yeah, I, Where's the, what, 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 which one of those looks like the American flag? No, it, it is the Patriots, but I still think Dallas is technically America's team, Chris, just because, I don't know. Roger Starbuck. Yeah, Starbuck and all those guys, right? And, and I do think, Chris, at some point, because of Belichick, and, and, and Brady and, and all the and, and craft and I, I think we became hated, right? You know that nobody wants to see us win anymore. When I'm, when it's certainly not America's team. No, I mean you know America's team to me, you know, but uh, no, to me too, but not I, I don't not to the to, to the nation. You know, I you scream know. that out while I'm driving around in the car. That's what I'm hanging out of the, I'm hanging out of the you know the uh, car screaming that, Mark. So uh, tomorrow, so they come to town tomorrow. Um, once again, not given New England's not be not given much of a shot in this one by pretty much everybody. Yep. Um, and I have to ask you, Mark, do you think? And I've been wanting to ask you this. Do you think um, this is going to be a more a more difficult matchup than Tampa? It, it, yeah, and and I'll tell you why because I think Dallas's defense, their secondary is probably better than Tampa's. The 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 the, the, the um, Dallas's front seven I don't think is as good as Tampa's, but their their secondary is better. So I think because of our struggles in the passing game, I think. Yeah, it, it'll be a tougher game. And I'm going to be honest with you, though, Chris. I don't – I'm not gauging how we'll play tomorrow based on the tennis – the uh, Texans game because, listen, football is a game of, about emotion, right? And you know that, Chris. You coach it, right? They, this team – Joe, he's about to give him a pass right now. No, I'm not giving him a pass. Week. I'm not giving him a pass, but I'm going to tell you something, you, as you know, as a coach. This team emotionally, Chris, on the defensive side of the ball was so jacked up to play against Brady. And I think Belichick did that in practice all week. There had to be some kind of a letdown last week on defense. I'm not, I'm not making any excuses for the offense at all on defense. Chris, there had to be a letdown after coming after the preparation that went into the Brady game. And then of course you would then on top of that, you lose Gilmore during the week, right? They trade him. So, so there had to have, there had to be a letdown defensively in that Texans game. I'm not making an excuse, but they just had to be. But don't get me wrong. You're going to be challenged by Dallas. Let me tell you, Dallas scores over 20 points every week, Chris. Can our offense keep up with them? I don't know. Well, well let's get into it. Let's go, let's go right to the defensive side of the ball. So when the, you know, this is, you know, we go to our scouting report, Mark. Look, when the Cowboys, you want to go, you want to talk about when they pass? You want to yeah. go right to that? Let's go, okay. let's go right to it. Yeah. So when the Cowboys pass, okay, who do, you, who do you give the edge to? And well, let me give you some numbers, okay? So, I and mean, by the way, Prescott's putting up... Prescott's the putting, up MVP. putting up MVP. He's putting up MVP numbers, Chris, yeah. You know, 
Mark, if if um, I'm no, that's a player that's not listen, listen, we're not gonna bring when that name's no more on the show, right? Nope, no more. That's it. That's it. But Mark, listen, um, they're on a four-game winning streak. They've scored 36 or more in the, in the last three. He's got 13 touchdowns and just three picks. See, that to me is more important, three picks. Uh, but 13 touchdowns. He's got a 116. If you if you care about passer ratings, he's got a 116.9 passer rating. Um, and, he, and Mark, he's spreading it around a bit. I mean, he's throwing to Amari Cooper, 25 receptions, 318 yards so far, four touchdowns. C.D. Lamb, 24 for 348, two touchdowns. And you see where I'm going. I mean, Chris, the tight listen, ends again touchdowns. What he's doing this year, Chris, is he's not forcing those throws that he's typically done over the years, where he's tried to force a play. He don't with the receiving core that they have this year, Chris, and he's making better decisions. You just brought it up. Only three picks. He's not make. He's not throwing that ball he traditionally threw, where it'd be a guaranteed pick every game. He's not doing that this year, Chris. Yeah. No, he's not. And it seems like, you know, I tell, I tell kids this all the time when you're hurt, you know, we had a kid, poor kid. He had a real bad injury um, a few weeks ago, put him out for the season. And I told him the other day, you know, he's riding around on one of those scooter things now. And I said, look, look at this game from a different perspective. Now take advantage of the opportunity to be able to look at it from a coaching perspective, listen to the coaches and how they're instructing other people continue with your game preparation as you would, if you were playing and put yourself in the position, the backup quarterbacks in so that when you do get back on the field, it's a, it's kind of like a coach when a coach goes to, to be a TV analyst and then like Ainge and then like comes back and, and they become a better coach for it. And I think maybe that's what happened with Prescott here because he's, he is. He's making so many better, so much the decisions are better. And I think that starts the reason why everything else is clicking, you know? And yeah, it doesn't yeah, hurt to have Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Cedric Wilson. I mean, it doesn't hurt to have those kind of guys either, does it, Mark? You know? Well, so, uh, I mean, Jesus, yeah, right? So I mean, talk about our secondary. Can our secondary play with them? Who, for who secondary is going to show up? Well, J.C. Jackson better play a hell of a lot better than he played last week, Chris, against these receivers, or you're going to be in for a long, long afternoon or evening if if you don't. But I will say this, Chris. Um, I think the secondary will play better. But I Which think one what, will show up, the one from Tampa or the one from Houston? I think the one from Tampa will show up. I think Belichick will have a game plan for Dallas. The guy I'm really scared of, Chris, Lamb. is... Lamb, but not even that. It's Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. The way we play against the run, Chris, he might have 100. He might have 200 yards for crying out loud. Yeah. I mean, but, but Mark, and, and by the way, with the injury report here for, the, for New England, you know, you got Jonathan Jones with an ankle limited. This was as of yesterday. Jalen Mills, hamstring limited. Um, Chris Jalen Mills was a big loss last week. Huge. Remember I mean, how well we said he played against Tampa? Godwin. I mean, he, he, you know, he held Godwin. Yeah. He had a few catches, but it wasn't for a lot of yards. Chris, if Mills doesn't play, we might get lit up in that secondary uh, tomorrow. There's a chance that Mills and Jonathan Jones doesn't play. And that, if they that, don't play, that, we that got puts a big on problem. the field. Guess who? Yeah, I know. We got a big problem. Yeah. You go, we're going to have Williams playing against CeeDee Lamb? Make a big problem. What that means, Mark, is they're going to be in zone a lot. They're not going to trust these guys to lock up. 
you know, play man to man. But if they're in zone, Chris, what does that mean for the for the defense? Yeah. Oh, that means that means they take those two tight ends over there, okay, Schultz and uh, Jarwin. Yep. And and they just find they just sit down in those zones. They find the holes in the zone, and Lamb can do it. Lamb can do it better than anybody, and that's what they'll do. So you'll have you'll see Wilson and Lamb have big days. It, it maybe Amari Cooper doesn't have as big of a day. But that's what will happen if you sit in zone a lot with them. You know, taking Prescott off his spot's not that easy because he can throw on the run. He's one of the one of the best in the league in doing it. So, you know, it's going to be – there's a lot of pressure that's going to be on the secondary. You will definitely see J.C. Jackson on Cooper a lot. You're going to yeah, see you're that. Gonna have, you're going to have to, Chris. And I think if Mills plays, you know, they'll, they, they'll be more, more willing to lock up against the, some of these guys and bring some heat bring some pressure on 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 uh on Prescott but yeah I don't know what secondary is going to show up and uh, by the way um McCourty's got to play a, a shit ton better than he's played and I don't know and if McCourty, he can Chris like you said Chris I think because of the age he's playing deeper back than he used to and and that's affecting him getting to the to, to, to balls and getting to certain plays and, and you brought that up a couple of weeks ago and that was a real good analysis you made that he's playing deeper because he's, he's lost a step. So and he's still and, and that's affecting him. And he's still late. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, you know, they, they're not walling off either the corners very well and rerouting no. them for him. You no. know, we could talk about that another time, but again, and then who's disappointing is Sean Wade is still out. He's hurt. Right, a concussion. Or, he's got a concussion. He's got a concussion. Yeah, well, but he's still out, and I was hoping that guy could play some safety. Yeah, and I th- so. and I think Chris, honestly, that's why they went and got him because I think Belichick thought he could play some safety. Because I let's agree. face it, you're gonna have to make a decision at the end of the year. You're not gonna give. You're not gonna give. Uh, uh, you're not gonna give McCordy money again, are you? No, you can't. You can't. But once again, their draft sucks so bad that they they're not replacing these uh, the yeah. safety. At least the free in the free position. So, Mark, okay, you started to mention about you know when when the um, when they run, yep. You know when, when the Cowboys want to run the ball, and again they're you know they're as good as anybody else. These two backs, Elliott, five rushing touchdowns, four hundred fifty-two yards already. Pollard, three hundred twenty-five yards. I mean, he's averaging six and a half a carry on fifty-one attempts. So, you know. They, as a team, they're averaging five, five and a half, almost five and a half per carry. And once it, you know, our, our okay in the Tampa game, our defensive front, he was allowing that. He was giving up the run in that game. So I kind of throw that one out. Um, last week they were better, you know. So you know, our front is who I'm talking about. So Mark, it, does this defense go as Lawrence Guy Godchow? And Christian Barmore go tomorrow? In this game, yes, Chris. I, I, I say so because Elliott is just such he, – he, he could really make that offense work. So if he's having a big day, he's going to open up the play action. And they're going to kill you with play action pass, Chris, if they're running the ball with those receivers. And even the backup, I forget his name. Even Elliott's backup is a change of Pollard. pace, Chris. Pollard is quick. He's fast. So you're going to have a difficult time because they're going to, he's going to kill you with play action. If those guys are running the ball, Chris, you have no other choice but to react to play action. And with those receivers, he's going to kill you. So, yeah, the guys you just mentioned, Guy and Gottschow and Bonmore, 
those guys are going to have to have a huge game up front to stopping the run, and you're going to have to seal the edges, Chris. You know, oh. if you if you don't seal the edge on these guys this this Sunday, you got a problem. Oh. I mean, because the running game is going to set up the rest of that offense. You know. Well, who who are the guys charged with doing that, Mark? My favorite players: Weiss, yeah. Winovich. Uh. You know, I mean, well, Ben I, Lee. Well, well, Jamie Collins is going to have to have a, a good game. Yeah, but got, they're not going to put him on the edge to do that. Well, no, you got Bentley. You're going to have oh. Judon. I mean, Chris, it's just, we know who the guys are. They're going to have to do it, but they're going to have to step up because oh, of all weeks, Chris, this team not that isn't just one dimensional. They've got an all pro running back and they got all pro receivers and an all pro quarterback. Yeah, they do. And, and again, um, and you talk about seeing that edge. The one thing I will say for all the accolades, I mean, Judon, like I said, I mean, he's he's playing lights out. Um, but he had a, he had some issues against uh, Tampa in setting the edge. He did. And allowed some things outside of him. So, I mean, the Cowboys, to me, get the edge again when they're running and passing, un- unless we can see something in the front seven. And, and Hightower's got to get a lot better. And, yeah, let's hope the the uh, – you know, the addition of Jamie Collins hopefully will help that. Bentley's got to play better. I mean, they all have to play better, Mark, you know? And and as far as getting to the quarterback, yeah, Judon's going to have his time. He's going to – he'll probably have a sack or so in this game. Yeah. But I, I – enough with – I've been saying it every week now. Get enough with Winovich now. I can't – I can't well, Chris, watch this guy been, anyway go Chris, around the if you've noticed, he's been seeing less and, He's been seeing less and less time, if you've noticed. He's good on special teams. Leave him there. But coming around the edge, Mark, all he does is dip his shoulder, try to get on a 90-degree angle, and he just gets taken upfield. I mean, I don't think, Chris, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think you'll see Winovich next year on this team. This will be his last year here, I think. Oh, I agree. I thought they would get rid of him and trade him in in camp. We talked about the fact that we thought that he'd be one of the odd men out for this deal. So. Yeah, we get it. We give a lot of edge to the to the Cowboys in this. But you know, the other thing too is this defense got the crap kicked out of them all week long. You know, in in the media by the coaches they because did. of the egg they laid last week. They did. But Mark, listen. The last thing I'll say about that before we get to the offense is this: the, the because the numbers we keep talking about this, the numbers are not as bad, okay, as the eye test. Do I need to go? We don't need to go. Joe, do we need to You've go? You've gone through the eye this test eye test, test a bunch you know, of times, Chris. I think everybody you know? that listens to us knows what the eye test yeah. is. But you're right. It just doesn't look right. Like, no. like you know, and, and here's why it doesn't. Coming out of the coming out the first drives of the game, going into the half, coming out of the half, and then the last drive of the game. The I'm talking about the opponent's possession. Those four situations, the Patriots have been atrocious this season. And that's why it looks so bad. That's why it's bad. Because when they need stops, and crap, you know, you need three and outs coming out of the locker room, and you need three and outs going into the locker room. And when you can't get that, you're not a good defense. So they can't get off the field when it counts, Mark. And that's why it looks so bad. You know, I can't see him, Mark. I can't see. Joe, is he making faces at me? He put that microphone right in his face. Right. He did it on making faces. You know? So, so anyway, yeah. Now, Mark, turning to the other side of the ball, okay, which we haven't been down on them. Well, let, let, let's go when they run the ball. Let's talk about New England running the ball. Well, Chris, so offensive line-wise, what, 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 what's, the, what's on the injury report this week? Who is anybody back? Well, you got, 
Shaq Mason is out, which I'm okay with. Yeah, he had, um, he's been having a bad year. Justin Haran has got an abdomen issue. He's questionable, and he's the only other one that's on the list. So, so Trent Brown's going to be back. You're telling me he's not on the injury list. Okay, so if, so so conceivably, Chris, if the you know what, Mark, if, wait a minute, is he is would they put the COVID guys on this list? Well, Trent Brown's not a COVID guy, though. Oh, he's not a COVID guy. Okay. No, he's oh, out calf. because of he's the calf. calf. That's yeah. what it is. Mark, I'm happy with not. Look, <laughs> I'm okay with seeing the offensive line that played last week. Aren't you? Oh, yeah. I'm okay with that. Believe me, they were. I thought they were a step up from what we saw, right? I mean, let, let, let's see what Trent Brown, though, Chris, let's give him a shot, right? He really hasn't played since week one. So let, let, let's see if he's healthy. Let's see what he gives you on that side of the on that side of the line, right? Hopefully he helps you. But, um, Chris, I think they're going to have to run the football, absolutely, um, because I think Dallas' the secondary is good. they got a good defense. The defense isn't bad. Um, you're going to have to run the ball to set up the pass because we, we've talked about this every week. Um, our receivers are not they, – they don't compare to Dallas's receivers, that's for sure. And, and you're going to have to use the tight ends again, Chris. But if you run the ball, Chris – That'll allow you to throw that scene down the middle to the tight end. It'll allow you to incorporate some of that stuff they've been trying to incorporate with John o. Smith and, and, and Hunter Henry. And it'll allow Bourne to run that, that un, underneath across the field play. And, and Myers runs that pretty well too. Yeah. But you're going to have to run the ball, Chris, I think, to open that up. Well, it's going to be tough. Cowboys are fifth in the league, only allowing 79 uh, rushing mm-hmm. yards per game. Now, now. There's a, there's a, you could put an asterisk near that because, you know, with the amount of points that, you know, Dallas jumps on the you. Ball. Teams are throwing the ball. Right. Against they, them, they, they're forced to have to throw the ball. Yeah. What's more interesting, and I don't have the numbers, would be how many attempts, how many attempts have opponents had against them? That would be the more telling number. So but Chris, they, look, they're still fifth in the to, league. You're going to have to, you can't let this team jump out on you. That's the key. The no, offense gotta, is going to, so if you win the coin flip, do you go on offense? Yeah, I think this time he'll never do it, but I think this time you, you need to. But, Mark, look, that front, Basham, Oda, oh, I never say, Oda Gazua, Watkins, Urban, Golston. You know, these guys have been real, real good against the run. So they're going to have to impose their will. But, Mark, I don't want to see any of the, the original starters back in this lineup. I don't want to see them. I don't want to see Isaiah win. I don't want to see Trent Brown. And, by the way, Listen, if you I'll see, be happy without seeing Isaiah win again, but – if you see win, put him at, at least put him at put right him at tackle. Yeah, right, exactly. I mean, put put him at guard. That's what his original position at Georgia, right? So, so yeah. I mean, I agree with you though. They're gonna have to run the ball because Mac Jones is getting his ass kicked every week, which brings you to the passing game. When the Patriots pass, now this is something I would give the Patriots the edge, and 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 what say you and why? Chris, I, I don't know. I mean, I just have a difficult time giving the Patriots the edge over anybody passing the ball because they receive is just... I still think, Chris, that Mac Jones, when he's successful throwing the football, it's because the running game is working, Chris. Even last week, in the second half of that game when they made the comeback, they had a couple of running plays mixed in there that opened things up. In the first half, they didn't have that, and they struggled, yeah. right? Um. 
Folk, Folk kept, I mean, I wasn't, I know I wasn't on last week, but Folk kept them in that game early, Chris, with some of those kicks. He, yeah. he put points on the board for them. So I don't know if the Patriots have an advantage, Chris, throwing the ball again, I, I, against this, against a lot of teams, but. Well, Mark, their second, listen, their secondary allows their 31st in the league, 311 yard passing yards per game. They allow now the one guy, I mean, Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis, uh, safeties, Kazee and Curse, um, Hooker, and Donovan Wilson. He's been he's been out four games with a groin injury, so I don't expect to see him. Um, but the guy that you have to be concerned about is Tavon Diggs. This guy's lights out. Now they have seven. They have nine interceptions this year, yeah. but six of them are from him. So is there a way to is there a way to take but, him out but, of the game? But Chris, those stats you just mentioned at three hundred and something yards a game. They suck against the pass against No, but wait else. a minute, Chris. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But I'm gonna go, I'm gonna use what you said earlier about the it it, it works both ways. You were talking yeah. about the yards rushing. They don't give up a lot of yards rushing, but is that because they're getting leads and they're scoring points and teams gonna throw the ball? Well, I think that's also what goes against their secondary case. If a team's thrown the ball 50 times and you're in, and you're up three touchdowns, you may, you're kind of, you're, you're, you're running a soft zone. You're letting them use clock and throw the ball. You don't, you know what I mean? So I don't know if their secondary, Chris, is as bad as those numbers make them appear to be. That's a fair I, I point. You know? Mark, that's a fair point. I mean, you're right. I mean, teams are throwing the ball a lot more than numbers are going to be higher. So, I, you know, can they take advantage? And I'm trying to find right now, um, who they've played because, you know, they've played. Well, we know uh, who they played week one and they should have won the game. They allowed, they allowed 31 and, and, and a lot of passing yards in that game. Again, they've played, they've played San Diego. They've played the LA chargers. Again, another high powered passing attack. Yep. Philly, not, you know, Philly stinks. You know, they've allowed, they allowed 21 um, in that game. And then you got Carolina, another good, you know, another good pass. They have a good passing game. Don, um, Donald's playing much better than he yeah. was with the Jets. I mean, anybody played better than they played with the Jets. The Jets suck so bad. That's where you go to die is play for the New York Jets. You Listen, know what I mean? But when you go, when you, when you someday, when you're going and they put you down here in purgatory, because that's where you're going. That's where it's going to be. They're going to put you in a New York Jets jersey. <laughs> that's it. That's my hell. There it is. You know, put me on that field and make me suck as bad as the Jets do. You know, so Mark, can it? Can they have the edge? I do. I think they can. You think they Mac, can? Yeah, it's Mac gonna be Jones, an interesting game. He's gotten better and better every game, and he's and he's able to. He he's been pushing the ball down the field a little more. Now they've taken some of the training wheels off and let him throw into the end zone. Chris, did you hear? And I because we brought up the Jets and we're talking about Mac Jones. I just have to bring it up quickly. Mm. I just have to. Yeah, did yeah. you hear that idiot? That big fat buffoon. Rex Ryan talking about oh, Mac yeah. Jones isn't really very good. Is he an idiot? Of course he's an idiot. He's, a, you know, of course he's an idiot. Yeah, he had a, he had some success with the Jets. Oh yeah, Mark. He's, what you know, what would even is, possess him to make that comment, Chris? What an idiot, Mark. This guy. Look at the stuff this guy has done over his right? career with the feet and the. I mean, you know, he. This guy's got. He's got more issues than you. I mean, this guy. Can listen, you imagine listen, whoa, him in the car driving? Well, if he's got more issues, that's a. That's he's bad. That's bad. You would. You think he's going as crazy in the car driving as you are? 
He's hey. probably one of those guys that's texting. Yeah, he is. And Mock wants the rear end. Uh, you know? So He's looking so, yeah. at pictures of his wife's feet at the red light. <laughs> what he's doing. <laughs> exactly. So, so Mock, bottom line, did they, did they, and then by special teams, yeah, I give the edge to the Patriots. I give I mean, the edge to the Patriots there, positively. Yeah, yeah positively. So, he kicks well at home. Um, yep, the punter is one of the best in the league, yep. although he had an uneven couple of games there. But yep. um, And if they keep Bolden on returning, then I'll be happy with that. Yep. So we're going to see a lot of Bolden tomorrow, aren't we, Mark? Yeah, you are, Chris, because I, be- I will guarantee you Taylor's inactive. I guarantee it. So, again, I give him a chance. Again, we, didn't, we never gave him a chance. Um, I see it, Joe. We never gave him a chance in the Tampa game. I'm not going to do the same thing in this game. So... Uh, that Patriots preview was bought, brought to us by the Pats Nation, the Patriots real post-game show, the only one worth watching, 30 minutes. Mark and I, 30 minutes following every Patriots game. We break things down, give you an analysis, and uh, hear from you. You know, if Mark decides to show up this week, then we'll have that. We'll have the uh, well, real. Listen, pre- since you brought it up, I haven't had a chance to tell you and Joe, I don't think I'm going to be showing up tomorrow because it's parent weekend at my son's school. I found that out this morning. I thought oh. it was next week. It's this week. I got to go. I, I actually, I have to, he's playing a game tomorrow. I got to go watch him and then we'll probably take him to dinner after, but, but unfortunately, and then that'll, that'll be the last one I miss all season. Okay. Well, you know, it, you know what? I think Joe, um, See that little on the top right there, Corso and Catone? Listen, you guys, you guys had a field day last week. You didn't, because you guys, you, you were able to say whatever you wanted. Joe let you ramble and talk, and you hey. came up with all crazy stuff. Hey, everything I say is on point, and at least, hey, look, I show up. So we'll, we'll change that to Corso and Joe. We'll tell you, we'll, he we'll shows up, Joe, until he gets COVID brain. He misses weeks at a time. <laughs> we're we're going to, I was sick. How can no. you bring that, you know? <laughs> Oh God! You know that we'll still comes Cor- around every now and again. Listen, I I, I apologize. We'll call it tomorrow, Joe. tomorrow is a, is a must. I have to go to my son's school. All right. Well, wish him luck for us. Wish him luck from Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. So when he uh, makes Mark, it to the Yankees, I'm on front row seats. That's all. Yeah, Joe. Should we even give him the option and opportunity to wrap it up? And Listen, give us at prediction? that point, Corso and Catone. Hey, who cares about your prediction now? You're not even going to be here to yell at when you're wrong. So let's hear it. All right, Mark, let's hear it. Two, two okay, minutes. So I'm going to say, I will say this. This is do or die weekend for the Patriots. If they lose this weekend, Chris, I will make this prediction. They don't, they're out. They're done. They're not going to playoffs. It'll be another, it'll be a, a season where, you know what, just mail it in, try to get yourself a top five draft pick. If they don't beat Dallas tomorrow, Chris, then I'm making the playoffs, even though it's only week, whatever. What is it? Seven, six, seven, six, yeah. six. You don't make the playoffs if you lose tomorrow. I'm going to make that prediction. But I am going to go with Patriots 30, Dallas 27. Falk kicks a late field goal to win it. 30-27, Patriots. What do you mean, Falk? You're talking about Falk. Kevin Falk, Falk coming out of time. Nick Falk, Falk. I don't know what his name is. He's going to kick a damn field goal. Does it make a difference what his name is? You his got name could be Jimmy. You got them scoring 30 points tomorrow. Yes. Chris, they haven't sniffed 20. Chris, they have to. If they don't score 30, they're not beating Dallas. They, they have to score 30 tomorrow. I'm going the other way on this. Oh, okay. I'm picking go the Patriots. Dallas? No, I'm picking the Patriots, but but I'm not, you know, my mind isn't in the car worrying about texting right now. I'm thinking about real analysis. And to me, uh, <laughs> to me, to me, 
Patriots can win this game, and I think they're going to win it 23-20. And I agree with you about the full kick at the end to win it. Only this time, it's not going to be a doink off the uh, off the crossbar. This time, okay. I think he win it, and I think the Patriots get their first home win of the season. Mark, they lost three games at home, the first three games in a row. When the hell does that ever happen? Chris, if they lose tomorrow, they're out of the playoffs. Right. They ain't making the playoffs. Okay, so two-minute warning was presented by the Pats Nation Patriots, real Patriots post-game show. Tomorrow it will air 30 minutes following that same Cowboys game. So, Mark, some people to thank. Um, want to thank the people at Special Sauce Podcast, Startup Finance, and Drive Yourself to Success, specialsaucepodcast.com, Jag Media Productions, Joe, everything looked great again today. Studio 42 Designs for all your graphic design needs. Studio42designs.com. Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal law firm and traffic. Allow us to be your voice. CorsoLawGroup.com. And Mountain View Home Watch and Security, Scottsdale's leading home watch and security firm. Joe, as always, our producer, director, uh, Nice job today. We want to thank him again. And hell, let's in advance thank you for the new title of Corso and Joe, you know, which we'll be hearing tomorrow, the, the Pats Nation. So join us tomorrow for that, that show. Pats Nation presented by Corso and Catone presented by this show. The Real Patriots postgame show, 30 minutes following that Cowboys-Patriots game. We're going to have all the postgame coverage, all the breakdown, including Mac Mania, our coach's corner, and of course, our Sunday stiff. I don't know, Mark. Maybe Mark will text that in or call it in if he if he watches the game. And also tune in next Saturday and every Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern for this show, Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. And next week we'll be previewing the Patriots and the hated Jets as they come to town. So for Mark Catone, Joe Gonari, I'm Chris Corso. Enjoy the game, everyone.